Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, everyone. It's Kefiri here to remind you about our sponsors over at Hulu Plus. Right now, as always, if you go over to HuluPlus.com slash read, you can take advantage of a free extended trial that is two weeks long, baby. And there are lots of amazing shows on there. And you can catch up on all of your favorite fall TV shows right now, the day after they air. Trust me, Hulu Plus is awesome. I use it every day. So go get your life and let's start our show. All right. Hi, everybody. It's us back again. In the studio. I am Winifred Sanderson. I am Nia Tia Jessica Kirkland. And this is three. Hey. Hey, friend. How are you? Mama. Feel like I ain't seen you in a month of Sundays. I think, wait, what the fuck? How long I think I haven't seen you since we taped the last show. Is that real? Wait a minute. Maybe. Oh, fuck, it is. Gross. Wow. This is, a, wow. I have not gone a week without seeing you since well, you moved here. what the fuck has your black ass been doing? Oh, sorry, girl. I've been at NYU talking about sexuality and such as on a little panel yesterday um wait a minute you didn't even text me let me know how that went it was fun like i just told you you. but bitch why am i just now finding about why why are we it's not my fault that you you're feeling away i'm not feeling away i had a good time into your fame now that you're famous (laughs) oh bitch don't do this and i'm not and so now okay i don't have time for your lies because you are one degree separated from beyonce so famous my dick that is false is it is it is that false that is do you want would you like some receipts that is a fairy tale would you like to see the receipts that is a fallacy are you sure yeah would you like me to tell you exactly how i know that you're one degree away from beyonce i'm banging the gavel and no we're not doing this so huh Look at that. We're just going to go ahead and start our <laughs> topic. <laughs> Listen, so I really Please, don't even... I'm just going to go ahead and say, please don't make me talk about Kanye proposing to Kim because I don't care. Congratulations, but I don't want to talk about it because I don't care. I hope that wasn't one of your stories. <laughs> well, first of all, we're going to do it. <sighs> and secondly... You can calm your titsness because you didn't even know the direction I was going in. So I was trying to say, before I was so rudely interrupted, that I don't have that many hot topics this week because, um, A, not much has happened, or maybe just I don't give a fuck, which would be the beef. I don't... Anyway, <laughs> I have a Drake and Future update. So oh, okay. we reported how Little Miss Muffet, I mean, Drake, had um kicked... Sierra's boyfriend or Sierra's baby daddy, if that shit's true, off of the... T- Wait, that's a top... We didn't talk about that. Because didn't that just come out a couple days ago? Wait, did they... Let's did finish they, the future. Yeah, let's... Thing. See, the, we, every week. Okay, so, yeah, he kicked Future off tour, and then Future was allegedly going to sue him for $1.5 million in damages and, I don't know, brown jail. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and... You ain't shit. Color and, context. And... <laughs> And so, apparently, the two of them have gotten together and resolved their issues and probably drank hot cocoa and became good friends again. Yeah. Because Future got on Twitter and said that he's back on the tour and everything's great. And I just found out that Janae Aiko is a supporting act. Yeah. And I, like, stand for her. So maybe I'll go to, like, the show when it comes to You should. I think Drake just doesn't like confrontation because he did the same thing with Chris Brown, this whole kiss and makeup thing and... Now, in future, maybe Drake is just the type to want to smooth things over and keep everybody happy, keep the beef at a minimum. I don't which think I respect. So. I like that. I don't, not so much with Chris Brown, though. 
Because first of all, pussy was involved, and they're oh, both light gross. skinned. Oh, when you gross. involve pussy and light skinned shenanigans, some it just it takes you to another level. That's uh, that's all I'm saying. And <sighs> so, and then Drake is already sensitive, and then light skinned and biracial. Oh, woo! This is complicated. Fuck. My God, jeez, and it's international. A it's a lot of feelings in here, <laughs> and Canadian. Canadian Southern and Island. We lucky. It's right? just a lot of shit going on at once. And so I'm actually surprised that they're cool now or whatever. I'm not. I'm not at all because Future know where the money is at. Like Future knows what he needs oh, to no, do. Oh no, I'm talking about Drake and Chris Brown. Oh. Oh, yeah. If well, that is actually a thing. I don't even know. I heard they but were yeah. in the studio together. Yeah, like they were allegedly in the studio together and he let Chris Brown let him listen to some of his new music or something like that. I really never thought. Because when it first happened between Drake and Chris Brown, I thought like, oh, they'll work this out. But then when Drake was on the radio talking about Rihanna fell in his lap, I was like, oh. Oh, Lord. Okay, so they're taking this to it. It's kind of like a new... You remember when... when, I'm not comparing these rappers or these artists at all. Okay. But you remember when Biggie and Pac were beefing. I do. Pac was like... (laughs) He brought up Faith Evans, and that's when it was like... It's always a light-skinned girl. How old was I? Like five and all that shit? I just remember Biggie had that video and he was throwing all that girl shit. Were you five? I don't know how old I Because I was just watching... We have to get to that in a second. For fuck's sake. Five? Yeah. We'll come back around to the age thing. Yes, I was a baby. I don't remember how old I was. I Maybe I'm embellishing. But anyway... I didn't, you know, think that that would happen. But Drake and Future, I definitely saw that, you know... Blowing over. Yeah. yeah. Um... But Sierra, so catch me up because I really, <laughs> I don't I, even know what I read this nowhere. I just saw like on Twitter that Sierra is pregnant. Literally did not see that on any blog or any website no, or her own on, Twitter. So I didn't see it. Oh, so she hasn't said anything. I didn't see it on Sierra's Twitter. So I just assumed she didn't actually say that. Well, I mean, I'm just hearing all of these stories recently about Sierra hiding a baby bump or she's allegedly pregnant by future and that's why you know she has been weird with releases and did like i don't know if you noticed but she released like like seven 15 second music videos for this album like she had like a like that week that she was on 106 and park or whatever oh i remember that she had like a whole bunch of like snip video snippets that she never like did hold it it was just like this really weird promotional thing not to mention it took them five years to actually put the damn album out so you know now they're saying that she may be pregnant but i guess i haven't heard anything about it and i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't either congratulations if you are girl and if you're not girl you need to make sophomore congratulations on that too you need (laughs) congratulations on that too and you need to make sophomore single and that's all i have to say to your black ass on this here today so, let's actually just talk about, let's skip over what it is that you're dreading anyway. And we'll Great, because I don't care. Since you brought up this whole age thing, I was actually going to mention how I was watching the TLC movie, and I realized how old I was. Like, I was, because, no, I couldn't have been that young. Because when Waterfalls came out, I was seven. <laughs> That's funny. I was in high school. Yeah. Well, I think I was. I was either at the very end of middle school or in high school. What the fuck? Seven, nigga. Yeah. I don't even have memories from when I was seven. Fuck but I remember here. all of that. I remember Waterfalls was like one of my mother's favorite songs. She used to turn it up every time it came on in the radio. And that's when I like loved TLC. I remember like What About Your Friends too. And I remember. Um, yeah, I remember What About Your Friends. I remember and House Baby, Party Baby, 3. And. Ain't too proud to beg and all of it. Like, I vaguely remember that stuff, but I remember, like, when I, like, was like, oh, TLC is, like, the shit. I was probably around seven because that's when Waterfalls came out and that video creeped me out, too. It was much like the... It was the Alex Mack thing. Yeah, that... With the watery thing and the video... And then it was depressing. Like, one man got AIDS and then another... The boy got shot. The boy got shot. It was just a lot happened. It it was, yeah. Um, But I just remember watching that video and just being like, first of all, Chili's baby hair is just flawless. And then T-Boz's voice is just so sexy to me. And, well, not sexy, but I just... Yeah, no, I know. And then... I remember being in love with Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and I did not know what the fuck. It probably took me an additional seven years before I figured out what she was saying in that rap. But 
I just remember being in love with Left Eye. Yeah. And, like, even today I still stand for her. And so I was very, I remember when they announced that they were going to be doing this movie. Yeah. I was very much like, huh? <laughs> we all had our reservations. Right, we all did. Absolutely. Um, especially, you know, growing up on TLC, it's like if they were talking Don't about doing a Destiny's TLC. It's like if they're talking about doing a Destiny's job. Why do you think right. it's taking them so long to do an Aaliyah? Because you cannot, you see, if you fuck up the Aaliyah biopic. Someone's going to die. Drake's going to come find you and haunt you. Drake's going to come and just fucking smush you in your sleep, nigga. Drake is just going to run up behind you and start a pillow fight. If I were you, I wouldn't fuck with that. He's going to be the Chucky in your life. Yeah. Because you're never going to know where he's coming. So. And no one's going to believe you. (laughs) Anyway. You have to be careful when doing biopics because fans are so attached to these artists. But I mean, TLC, girl. And I remember every moment of TLC. I remember when TLC first came on the national scene into the very end. I remember their entire career. So for me, I was looking at it like, fuck up if you want to, bitch. Exactly. And so when they announced, and we talked about it in the show, when they announced the, the cast, I was like, hmm. And I remember saying Lil Mama with that chronic old face. Little I don't know Mama. how I feel about it. But little, first of all, I was so pleased with the movie. Some of the things were off. If you were, because I remember like, yeah. you know, I remember when they were on the Grammys and they talked about how they was broke. I remember when, you know, I remember the No Scrubs video. I might have been the only person who did not catch life from that No Scrubs. Hate the No Scrubs video. No, I love the original No Scrubs video. Oh. I didn't catch life from this remake that they did for the movie. Oh, oh, no. I didn't like the original, so I damn sure didn't like the remake. I have never liked the No Scrubs I video. I listened to fan mail literally every day on the bus wow. when it came out. I think that's a generational thing. I think people my age like Crazy Sexy Cool more. Oh, no, I love Crazy Sexy Cool. But I remember when fan mail came out, it was like, I think fan mail, fan mail may have actually been the first album I bought. Oh, no. The first, first album I ever bought was Brandy's album. Brandy's self-titled debut. That was the very first CD I ever got for my birthday. My mama bought me a CD player, which was $100 back then, a portable CD player. And she made me buy a CD. She was like, bitch, I spent $100 on this present so you can buy the album. Right. So, like, I had Crazy Sexy Cool, but those things I had to ask for. But, like, I remember buying fan mail myself and listening to it in my CD player on the bus every to and from school. So, it was just, I mean, I remember when Left Eye was on Behind the Music and she was like, this is how yep. a group can sell. <laughs> and she said it with this matter-of-fact ass, like, yep. bitch, I know exactly how y'all niggas did this. You know, and then in the movie, it was like on a radio station. Yeah, some of it. So some of it was a little, you know, but right. I was pleased with the overall yeah. outcome of this movie. And Little Mama shut me the fuck up because she... As far as I'm concerned, slayed. She did. That role. She actually did. She really became Lisa and was very, very, very good. Very and she good. was so believable. Like, she it was. was like... Little Mama, I would like you to do more of this. Yes, I would like for you to do some more of this. You can turn, you know, if people are trying to, you know, see you out here for your judging, girl. I mean, for your rapping. <laughs> if they're trying to judge you for your rapping, you go in here and get, because you can act. Yeah. You say, well, listen, bitch, I played Left Eye and everybody loved it. Everyone loved it. And you actually did a really good job. So congratulations. I felt like in some places the movie was really heavy handed with the imagery. Yeah. Like at the end when she was uh, just sitting on the rock staring into the waterfall. And then all of a sudden the waterfall like turned into a white light. And then Chili got the call. I was just like, okay, VH1, we get it. I'm actually She's looking glad. into a waterfall, and then there's a bright light. Like, she's going to the light. We get it. Like, okay. But it's a movie. Right. But it's a movie, and it, and I felt like, overall, it was pretty good. I'm so glad that they, that's the way that they gave us that death. Because I was like, if I see a car, I'm changing the channel. Yeah, I like, wasn't I'm, mad with, I wasn't mad at that. I just thought that it was really heavy handed. Like, I think y'all are doing a lot right here. Like, we get it. She's. Yeah, but I understood that it was for, you know, the theatrical, whatever. Anyway, she did a really good job. She really did. And it actually gave me more insight into the TLC story because I always knew they were broke and I knew they had a fucked up contract, but I didn't know how fucked up. First of all, I just want to say, 
Are we gonna- Before we even go there. Okay. I just want to say that another thing about the imagery was the drinking with Lisa. And then <sighs> T-Boz has always been hilarious. Yeah. Like, if you remember, like, the interviews and the little behind-the-scenes stuff that they did, she has always... Even when they had told at the Grammys, when they were talking about how broke they were, she was up there... She was cracking jokes. Right. Yeah, being so funny. So, I felt like Drew Sedora did not... Or maybe the way she was written, I don't know. But her character wasn't very funny. And T-Boss has always made me laugh. And then... Maybe Chili really was just stigmatized. I don't really know. I can see that. Because see when that she too. had that show on VH1, she was chasing around Floyd Mayweather looking dizzy. Like, girl, what did you do? You but, she, but did you watch their interview with The Breakfast Club? No, I didn't see it yet. You should watch it. Because they talk about a lot of that stuff. And she said on The Breakfast... I mean, she said on that show, Floyd was supposed to come on as her friend because they're just friends. Mm-hmm. But he came in and was just acting real goofy and pretty boyish and talking about, wait, let's see my competition. Oh. And so VH1 was like, oh. Hmm. And so they just, you know, okay. ran with that. Well, that's, that's what she says. But that's how reality TV goes. But I mean, when she talked about Dallas Austin, because in the movie, they damn sure made her seem like she just wanted to be a, she just wanted to have a baby. Yeah. And she said in an interview, she was like, you know, I had always just fantasized. Well, she'd always, you know, pictured herself being a mob, and that was something that she had always, you know, kind of obsessed with. And mm-hmm. then when she got pregnant by him, she did not want to have an abortion. Right. And she did. And so then she said the reason that she was still sticking around with him and got pregnant with him again is because she felt like she needed to have the baby. With with him it was like kind of a mental thing and when she said it i got it like i understood what she was trying to say i honestly did like she felt like because she didn't want to get rid of the first baby you know so what that sounds like to me like, though that sounds like you need counseling to deal and with she said that too abortion. she said that maybe she could have gotten can- maybe that's what she needed Yeah, because it sounds like what she really wanted was to get her baby back right and, and, that, so, and so it yeah. was almost like she felt like she needed to replace that situation. So I totally I, I understood what she was saying, but I can't see Chili being a little bit hot in the ass or 18 yeah. or how yeah. she was. It was it was it was funny because Pebble was like, none of y'all can be loose. And Chili was like, I don't lose. And then like that same Two seconds later, scene, like, she girl, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are we going to talk about Pebbles? First of all, was Dallas Austin cute back then? I no, I don't know. You know, Chili, but Chili is a type of girl. Because Evan Ross a, did something. Ev, I like Evan me. Ross as an actor. And I have never thought that Evan Ross was cute. Ever. Not in ATL, not in nothing. I've never thought he was cute. But something about this movie, it was just like, Dallas Austin wasn't. I don't, was he giving this? Because if he was giving this, I maybe could get it. Maybe <laughs> I, don't I understand. Know. I, don't I don't know. know. Yes, bitch, let's talk about Pebbles Ashy Ass. Man, when they were the scene when they were in the lawyer's office and he finally just broke down and told them like what's in the contract. Mm-hmm. When I was watching the movie, I actually had like this this pit like in my stomach, like like almost like nervous, like something bad is about to happen, even though you know the story. Right. So when he just sat there and broke it down for him, like you have to pay the label back for literally everything they spend on you. Plus, Pebbles gets a cut of your money. Plus, Plus LA, LA gets company gets a cut of your money. Like, and you have to pay the lawyers. You have to pay the accounting people. You have to pay for these cars that we gave you. Them rusty ass cars that Pebbles gave them. Like, you Those bought that car. Knuckle dragon ass cars that they gave them and had people making. <laughs> That's how you like, can tell they don't. Ha- they came from nothing because you nothing satisfies me but a check. I don't want your swag. I don't want like all of that is very nice. I mean, yeah, you could give me your your little presents and your doohickeys and your invitations and all that's very nice. But but first things first, bitch. Where's my money? As soon as she opened the door and they went out there to them little (laughs) raggedy ass cars, the first thing I said was, "If y'all don't sell those," (laughs) and they were sitting on the hood and like posing up. Yeah, they were girl. Y'all are getting paid Chipotle money a week. <laughs> Sell these motherfuckers. When she told them a $25 stipend, nigga, what? Lisa was like, girl, excuse you? Y'all have sold 10 million records and y'all are making $50,000 a year. The How did it fuck? take them until after the Grammys to get their hood right to come up to, to Clive David's office and be like, bitch, where is our 
fucking from de- the, but you know I see because Left Eye wanted that shit to jump off from the beginning. Yeah, I could I I got from the movie that Left Eye was always pushing it more than the other two mm-hmm. were. But this is it's very easy to take advantage of people who come from nothing, don't have anything, and don't have anybody behind them to say, "Wait, girl, this don't make no damn sense." Right. It's very easy to take advantage of people like that, and established executives in the record industry know that, right. don't they, Tony Braxton? Because they- According uh, to your sister, well, Pebbles did the same shit to you. Well, but anyway, well, <laughs> well, up. so I really felt bad for them because I felt like honestly, more they pe- even said like we didn't expect for you to blow up and blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and I mean, and I get that, but I feel like a lot of people looked at that like, oh man, why would you ever? But it was more than that. Pebbles was like playing mind games with them. Yeah, like, when they brought it up in the trailer, she was like, "So you don't trust me." I right. take care of you. Like, bitch. And then, and I actually was watching, and I was like, there is no way this bitch was this cold-blooded. And again, in that Breakfast Club interview, they were like, they actually kind of watered it down. Yeah. Because in that scene where where Tion was in the hospital after that whole sickle, sickle cell episode. Oh, yeah. And they were talking to her about it. And Pebbles was like, so how long is this going to take? And she's, you know, she might be here for a few weeks. She was like, a few weeks? We have to do this show tomorrow and blah, blah, blah. I was like, there's no way this bitch was this cold Oh, I believe that. T-Boz was on The Breakfast Club and was like, well, I'll tell you what she actually said. She actually said, I don't care if we have to put her in a wheelchair. She's going to be on that stage tomorrow. And so it's like. Wow. Girl, what? Ooh. And then Pebbles is on Twitter and all these places talking about she's prepared to sue for slander and whatever. Haven't you had enough of that money? Shit. Your big juicy ass son had Kanye West and dolphins and waterfalls and shit and his goddamn super sweet 16 all from TLC. You have all of these oh people's money that you're still rubbing your clit with, miss. And you have the nerve to be talking about suing anybody for slander. First of all, why are you acting like we don't know this? Pebbles, the only thing about know, it is, girl, we didn't know all of these details. We didn't know like that it was like, damn. But we know you cheated them kids out of their fucking money from jail. We know this story already. We know it. So why are you acting like, oh, but girl, no, it wasn't. Like wasn't Pebbles, that. girl, it's in the contract. So where is their money then? Why don't they have any damn money then, Pebbles, if you didn't take it all? Shit. You can't use your light-skinned, twilight, <laughs> skin-glittery hypnotization shit over here this time, girl. <laughs> 2013 and this shit's not rocking we know it. even LA what talked about like girl well you know it was rocking with TLC like he said on behind the music it, or he said at one point that that whole TLC was one of like the breaking points in his marriage and like you see even in the movie they were like well girl we ain't yeah. necessarily beefing with you but I'm not working with that bitch right. no more and he you know well cause I feel like she orchestrated I feel like, well I mean obviously I have no idea what happened but from the movie, it seemed like she was really the driving force behind the shit contracts. And she was right. the one who was like, She made them buy back the name TLC for th- for a million dollars a letter. That is just... They had to pay after the, all of the bullshit that With they have all already. Of this, they right. have sold 10 million albums and they are broke. And you telling them that they have to pay you $1 million per letter. Pebbles, how is that not cold blooded? She's such an ashy black bitch. I'm sorry. She tweeting like, Bible verses and shit. If you don't sit your evil ass down somewhere, and maybe you know, if this is a while later, and Tion, uh, they had said you know stuff like they would be able to sit down and talk to her and things like that, and it's no blah blah blah. But they're telling the story, and it is what it is. You could be the nicest, most reformed peachy young lady right now. But if you were a cold-blooded bitch back then and they're doing a movie about their career, they're going to show you as a cold-blooded bitch. You was just a cold-blooded bitch back then. And that's the way that it fucking rocks, girl. Deal with it. What can be done? Not shit. Oh, well. And we knew this shit from Jump Anyway, girl. Like, you might as well just go ahead and take this shit on the chin and leave it the fuck alone. And then the fact that that girl from Medea's Family Reunion, that movie, was the one who played Pebbles, made me dislike her ass even more. Oh, yeah, that's where I saw her. Because I was like, I remember you from that flow-ass movie. I don't remember, (laughs) like, I couldn't put my finger on it. Do the voice again. She's not that one, but yeah. I know, but do the voice again. (laughs) What did she say in the movie? I can't even remember. Oh it. damn! I'm not fucking doing it. Okay, She's fine. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> you don't win. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You just don't want anybody to. Win. 
Okay, no, seriously. But fuck oh all God. of that. Pebbles was awful. And you oh. heard, you know, um, oh. Crystal is pissed too. Yeah, she is. Even though she ought to be glad. Like, girl, you see this big ass bullet you dodged? What? Okay, you had a bad audition. It happens. Sometimes you only get one shot. But she's saying that none of that shit happened. She's saying like they didn't tell the story right. Like she's saying that she didn't get kicked out of an audition because she couldn't sing. She's saying that, you know, she had this. Actually, it's back on Pebbles because Crystal is saying (laughs) that she was actually there with the contract. Like they gave her the contract and she said she remember she turned to to Pebbles and said she wanted to take the contract home to her mom and have her mama read it because she didn't know what she was looking at. And and Pebbles told her, no, absolutely not. And that's when, you know, she didn't. Well, cons- for legal reasons, they probably couldn't say that. Maybe. Because you're accusing... <clears throat> at that point, you're saying, this girl tried to have good sense and have her parents look at a contract or her lawyer or whomever, and you right. wouldn't let her do it. Yeah, they can't be that <laughs> They don't want to open themselves up for that, I'm sure. So they probably had to just make something up. Maybe she did have a bad audition. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. Because but- the funny thing is, they keep saying... They, they, like, they won't say that she can sing (laughs) but they keep saying like oh like it's like my singing wasn't that bad or like like her manager at the time did the interview with her or something and was like oh no crystal's singing wasn't that bad and then in the breakfast club interview (laughs) t-boz was like i'm not gonna talk about crystal like that (laughs) it's like obviously you know you can sing you know i mean and even if she can and even if she t-boz can carry a note t-boz is very pretty t-boz can dance like chili is pretty or that's what i meant i meant chili she can you know right chili can do all three so sorry girl and i I got a brown skin girl so i mean it just kind of worked out all right all right so yeah i really liked the tlc movie and i'm super proud of la mama and kiki and true story and all them i liked it a lot yeah i did too good job vh1 so no you better not cocksucker i'm not gonna fucking do it kanye rented out you're gonna sit here and talk to yourself about this listen we have to come to terms with it okay go ahead and talk about it i'm not doing this Okay, great. Well, Kanye West rented out AT&T Park, which I'm guessing is like a baseball field. Yeah, that's a, I'm pretty I'm sure that's a baseball field. Whatever. He rented <laughs> out AT&T Park and surprised Kim Kardashian with a proposal and gave her this fat-ass 15-carat diamond ring. Mm. Um, and he had Way a, cuter than the last one she bought. A 50-piece... <laughs> The fact that that is, like, I'm not even sure if that's a read or shade because it's, <laughs> it's like blatant truth, but then it's also shade. Okay. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Great. Okay. Kanye had a 50 piece orchestra lined Dark. out on the field and they played. <laughs> this is the part that I think is hilarious because it's like, not only do you already not want to talk about this, but the songs he chose. He chose Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey, which I love. Never heard it. You've never heard... Actually, you're a liar because I played Young and Beautiful for you. Oh, uh, well, then I don't from remember the it, which Gatsby. means it cannot be that good. From the Great Gatsby soundtrack. I don't even remember this happening, so... It was like the best performing song in that soundtrack, Lon Del Rey is Everything, but it's okay. Okay. So he had the orchestra play that, and then they play Knock You Down by Carrie Hilson, which he's featured on, so right. I, I guess I get His it. His own song. And it wasn't like they played her part. It was like an orchestra just playing the melody of the records. Um... <laughs> And so, yeah, then he had, like, a big Jumbotron or whatever behind him that said, please marry me in all caps and a whole bunch of unnecessary letters just the way he tweets. And then, you know, fireworks and all that kind of romantic rich nigga shit that he can afford. And a whole bunch of family and friends was there. Of course, she said yes, and now they're engaged. And the whole thing is on TMZ if you want to watch it, of course. (laughs) So, like... I don't. Congratulations. It's funny because that's all I really have to say, too. Yep. Um... When everyone was talking about it, like, it was just, like, it was just accosting my Twitter timeline. And I guess the reason I really didn't even mention it is because, A, like, didn't we expect for him to propose her at some point? 100%. Like, I'm kind of surprised it took this long, but... I mean, I thought he was just going. I thought they were going to just trade rings. Like she was going to take one. Yeah, and just put. I just figured. Um. So you know, I didn't really 
I'm not really shocked and I don't really care. Like, I'm happy for them. It looked, it, first of all, the proposal was really beautiful. Jaden Smith was there rocking out. Somebody needs to check her out. Um, I really okay. don't want to talk about people's children, but it was just like, you know. Okay. You know, I'm just, I'm concerned for, for him still, but yeah. it's, it's all right. Um, and that's a valid concern. It is a valid concern, you know, because Jaden is a lovely young man and super talented. And I just don't, I don't want <laughs> He just Hollywood. has a lot of feelings. I don't want Hollywood to get him. Um, yeah. But yeah, like overall, it looked, it seemed very romantic and he's happy and she's happy and girl, you know, great for y'all. Go for it. Whatever. Um, the interesting thing is TMZ is still shading Lamar Odom in any way possible because he wasn't there. And so, of course, they have like, like a tracking chip up his Device. ass or something. Like there's something in him. <laughs> and, you know, they got with him today or sometime and recorded him and asked him, you know, why he didn't get invited. And he was like, who told you that I didn't get invited? Oh, well, you weren't there. And he was like, just because I wasn't there doesn't mean that I didn't get invited. Maybe I had something else to do. Maybe I had something to do. But the thing about it was, it was just really weird his behavior because he was like telling like the paparazzi guy was like do you want to hug come here hug let's hug and then he said something Whoa. about no let's not hug bro he said something about his weight or he was back in good shape to play or something he was like do you want me to take off my shirt or pants to show it to you? like some he was just like well because really... the blogs have been calling him fat oh have they I yeah they were saying that he was like super skinny and malnourished because no. of the crack well i heard yeah i heard that he was thin and then i also heard recently that he was too big why to don't play we just and pick out of shape one way to bash this man like, why don't we just like why don't we just is it, is it gonna be crack is it gonna be cocaine is it gonna be skinny is it gonna be fat is it gonna be crazy is it gonna be on is his marriage gonna be on the rocks or not why don't we just figure one way to ruin this man's life like just let's just pick one i don't know all i know is when i watched the video he seemed a little off but it could have been drunk he could have been high off weed or he could just i don't really have i don't think i've ever seen a video of him ever in my life not even a bad basketball game so i don't really know anything about him maybe that's just the way he is i don't know i just wish people would leave the man the fuck alone i mean it has to be bad enough being legally associated with the kardashians <laughs> like god damn this man already has it so hard shit well just cannot escape crazy ass tmz and shit nigga Woof. good well, luck that's about it unless you want to talk about i don't okay all well, right finish <laughs> Let's move forward. Great. So listen, party people, we have to remind you about our amazing sponsors over at Hulu Plus. And as always, you can go to HuluPlus.com slash The Read and try out the free extended two-week trial they have going on. And there's lots of shows you can watch day after they air, including, as always, the season that we're in right now, which is <laughs> Miss Trilivia Pope, the Olivenati, <laughs> Dope and Associates. <laughs> We're talking about scandal. Now, first of all. Oh, my God. Uh, woo, bitch. Last week. Last week. First of all, just know that for pretty much a while, we're just going to be talking about scandal here. So. So get over it. Let's talk about how last week's episode was. Last Phenomenal. Week, last week's episode might be one of the best scandal episodes to date. Oh, so the lady with the bomb and the sun and the CIA. And the CIA killed oh. him. No, the FBI killed him. The FBI killed him. In a raid. And they covered up why. And then she brought this bomb. And Ever. she was... Bl- she was first, she drained her account of all of its money, like $27,000. And $1, gave $1, it to Pope And Sausage. gave it to Olivia. And then they, the... The gladiators took a look at the packet and was like, something in the milk ain't clean. Where she said she was going? The Capitol or something? Olivia went up there. Now, Olivia, unlike a real nigga, went to the danger. <laughs> On more than one occasion. <laughs> and found herself in the middle of a room with a lady and a bomb and a congressman and some aides. The the aides as in assistants. And so the, <laughs> the show was insane. It was so it much was energy. Just... It was... I, oh my God. The thing I love about Shonda Rhimes is that she's so capable of, of taking an entire, like, huge sideline scandal like that and linking it into the current story. Right. Because just within that room with that lady and that bomb and that congressman, you were updated on Olivia's relationship with Huck and her father and <gasps> Fitz and all of these different things. And it was just, it just kept you on your toes the entire, she just, Shonda is just so, she is the king of this shit. 
Make sure you are at home tonight, Thursday, tuned in for the new episode of Scandal. And if you aren't, the very next day, log on to HuluPlus.com slash The Read. Check out the episode online. Start your free two-week trial. Watch thousands of shows and movies. That's H-U-L-U-P-L-U-S dot com slash The R-E-A-D. And if you do have to wait until tomorrow, stay off the internet, girl. (laughs) Let's keep the show going. All right. Okay, so we're back, and it's time for the listener letter. Yes, it is. As always, you guys email your questions to ask the read. Ask the read. Thank you so much for like that. Like we used I feel like we should do that regularly because I loved it. <laughs> Did not know you were going to keep going. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Let's go ahead and dive right in with our very first question. And it comes from Courtney. Courtney's a boy, just so you know. Okay. And it says, I have been talking to this girl for about a month now, and everything has been going cool until recently when we had a small disagreement. I love straight listeners. Oh, my God. Seriously. She does not drink at all due to her brother getting hit by a drunk driver and being badly injured. I respect her decision about not drinking, but this is the issue. Whenever I drink, she always goes on a rant about how much drinking is bad for you and how I don't need to drink and my liver is going to be damaged and blah, blah. I don't need another mother or someone judging me whenever I decide to drink. And since I'm a teacher, I don't drink at all during the week. But occasionally I do enjoy a few on the weekends. My question is, whenever I drink, should I hide it from her so it doesn't become an issue? Or should I tell her every time I have a drink and hope she has nothing to say? Is there a way that we can compromise on this issue? Or since we've only been talking for a month, should I just let it go and let us remain friends? So, yo, bruh. What up? I love what up, Courtney? We actually got a letter from somebody who said, I'm a straight male, and I was just wondering if there are any other straight men who listen to this show. And so, congratulations. Yes, there are. Show yourselves. Yeah, there are a lot of you, actually. There's a, people of all, all of everything listen to the read. So, yes, you are among friends now. <laughs> listen, I don't even know what we're doing. What listen, are we going to tell Courtney about his girlfriend and the drinking? So... I don't think you, you definitely should not Definitely do not lie to her and just tell her that you aren't drinking when you are. That don't do. Yeah, let's put that in a note. Now, uh, I understand, this is the thing, because you have to be very sensitive about her feelings because she feels this way, this way, obviously, for, you know, legit reasons. Right. But at the same time, you're a grown ass man, the same way she's a grown ass woman. And I feel like as long as you're not getting plastered, that you should just have a conversation with her and say, listen, I totally understand that, you know, you're concerned and you feel this way about alcohol. And I appreciate that you're concerned about my health and stuff like that. But occasionally I just want to have a drink and I, I would appreciate if you can respect that. <laughs> if you could just back the fuck up off me and let me do that. <laughs> no, you're not going to say it like that. You are stupid. I am. No. Just respect the fact that occasionally I like to have a drink. And as long as I'm, you know, drinking responsibly, you know, I think that we should just be cool. And if you don't like that, we should just agree to disagree and just keep it at that. But I will completely respect the fact that you feel this way or, you know, I won't drink in front of you, maybe, or what have you. But as long as you're not getting wasted, if you're sending her drunk texts and shit like that and acting a monkey <laughs> ass fool, then obviously she's going to be on your case about it. And Right. And it's I wouldn't even blame her for that. Right. Um, also, maybe ask her if she's had any counseling since that happened to her brother. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned that the brother was injured, not not that he died. So thank God for that much, at least. Um, but still traumatic events even if everybody survives it's quite often right quite Mm -hmm. often people need counseling in order to deal with something like that that sounds like she may still be standing in the need of therapy but i mean i don't know good for you for even thinking about you know her feelings and taking them into consideration yeah thanks for not being a fuckboy yeah but don't stop drinking (laughs) yeah and don't hide it you know damn just be cool about it Mm -mm, i pay my taxes Let's move on. Our next question is from Monique. And Monique said, I have a female coworker who will soon be going on a date with a male coworker. This male coworker is gay, but he is living quote unquote down low. Everyone else on the job knows this. I have a question for you, by the way, when you're done throwing it. I know what the fuck you're going to ask. Great. Everybody else at the job knows this, but her. 
He acts like he's straight at work, but other openly gay co-workers tell stories of him sending naked pics to other guys and his jacked profile and the fact that he attends multiple gay clubs around town. Pause. So why the fuck? First of all, openly gay co-workers, why the fuck is it that y'all are messy enough to be going around work and telling all this man's business, but she don't know? Huh. Resume. Okay. I'm not a fan of outing anyone. I actually think it's a horrible thing to do to a person, but I feel like I have an obligation to this girl and... Oh, sorry, that I should tell her before she gets her feelings hurt or worse. My question is, should I enlighten her for her own emotional safety or should I let her see the light for herself? I'd hate for her to find out and know that I knew about it the entire time. See, here's where words mean things. Yep. Yep. You have described this woman as your co-worker. Nowhere here have I heard the word friend. I didn't hear sister. I didn't hear cousin. I didn't hear mother. I didn't hear homegirl. Not any. Shouty. Nothing. Play cousin. Co- nothing. Worker. Now, when I hear co-worker, you are describing someone that works with you. <laughs> and at work, you're working. <laughs> Nothing in this Grey's Anatomy ass story have you told me. <laughs> Sounds like work. This Grey's so, Anatomy ass story. What I feel like you should be doing is going to work and minding your black ass business. Girl, or whatever flavor Like, you I know are. you're trying to be a good person or whatever, but f- what? Why would you get in the middle of this bullshit right at here? At work at that. What you should be doing is every time someone references this or brings it up around you, say, uh-uh, no, no, no. I have to fact something. Or, girl. Yeah. No, girl. Mm-mm. You know what? I actually just got called in a meeting right no. now mm. on the fourth floor. So I have to go. Why would you? Why would anyone want to be caught up? And you know what? I just said today how much I love my job because I don't have to answer nobody. I hardly have to interact with people if I don't want to. I can tell people to shut the fuck up. If oh, I yeah. Want to. Oh, well, like, no. I don't have to, like, I don't know why you would want to be work at work and be caught up in mess, especially if it doesn't have anything to do with you. Steer clear of this altogether. Now, if this was someone who you were close, close friends with, I would tell you completely otherwise. But if this is just somebody who is your co-worker and you don't even, I mean, y'all just work together and you may say hi and buy at work and that's about it. Mind your business. Right. Plus, Monique, when the shit hits the fan here, and it is most definitely going to it hit the fan. It is just around the river bend. When it shit is pop- just... Listen, this nigga in here singing Disney songs. When the shit pops off at work, honey, you don't want, well, Monique said, to be coming out of nobody's mouth. You want to be sitting in the corner, in Outlook, with your headphones on, pretending like you don't hear none of that bullshit going on. Why would you ask for HR to come and tap you on your shoulder? Like, like why? Stay clear of this. Stay all the way. If you're... Girl. Especially shit like this, because you're not even talking about, oh, well, she wants to date this guy and he's a hoe, or oh, she wants to date this guy and he has chlamydia. You're talking about somebody's like business thing, nobody's goddamn business in the first place. Now, that nigga should not be trying to go out on no date with no girl if he knows that he likes niggas. But, I mean, I really unless don't he's see bisexual, how that's your business. Right. But, I mean, you yeah, don't know this man's. The black, <laughs> the blackest of the black of the bottom line is that this has nothing to do with you. That's it, girl. And it is not, the, the government is still going to take your taxes out of every single one of these checks you get and it ain't got nothing to do with her or her date. Mind your business and go back to work. If you really feel that conflicted about it, then why not go talk to him? He might tell you, bitch, mind your business, which is completely valid, but don't go outing him to your coworker and getting in the middle of this shit. What you really, Monique, you sound light-skinned and pretty. I want you... <laughs> To stay out of it, honey. I know your people try to fix things. I need you to just not. I need you to just stay away from all of it, girl. Just now, all of it. How do you know it. that Monique does not look like India already? She might, but I, I think I've known maybe 15 Moniques in my life, and 14 of them are light-skinned with long, curly hair. I don't know why. It maybe just it's like that way. the gay Brandons. Oh, maybe it is. Monique it is the... Thing. Anyway, Monique, thanks for, you know, caring, but no, girl, yeah. stay out of stay that one. Do you want to do one more? Yes, please. Okay, so our last question comes from Jasmine, and Jasmine said, can you all explain what is so great about Janelle Monet? To me, she is painfully overrated, Bitch. and I have tried so hard to see it for her. Her music isn't that great, and she seems to wear the same outfit to every award show. But literally every time she's on TV, all I see is Jan- Janelle Monet's perfection tweets. Please tell me what I'm missing, because I'd really like to know. Eyes? Ears? Full control of all your senses. What? Janelle Monet is the shit. 
Wait a minute. What's this person's name? Jasmine. Jasmine. Whoa, like Sullivan? <laughs> anyway. Girl, what? I'm sure Jasmine Sullivan lives for Janelle Monet because Janelle Monet is everything. What? Are you fucking joking me? What? So first of all. Oh my God, I stand. CoverGirl blessed us with the opportunity to go to her show. Yes, they did. Out. Shout out to Jose, who is quickly becoming my best friend at CoverGirl. Um... I had never actually seen, like, I've seen her live performances, but I had actually never seen her in person live, obviously. And I have been standing for Janelle Monae since she released Metropolis. And I've known of her since she was, you know, rocking with Big Boy and Outkast and Dungeon. Yeah. Dungeon Family and all of them. So, but I remember when she put out that one, the Metropolis, and when it was an EP before Bad Boy and all of that stuff. And she has kept an amazing and an interesting like story like a fantasy or a sci-fi story she's kept it as a theme of her project since the beginning yeah and she can take that story and that theme and make music that a sounds good and b is culturally relevant and socially relevant yeah. and just has a message behind it has it. messages and but it's not preaching or like heavy handed it's just good fucking music and it, it means something it is soulful and it is funky and sometimes it's pop and sometimes it's rock and sometimes it, like she can do all of these different genres and it always sounds authentic and her voice is fantastic it is and phenomenal it sounds the same life yeah she, I was worried about this. I was like, oh, Lord, you know how it is. You have to worry about artists. But, bitch, oh, my God. She just sounded like an Her angel. Her performances are fun. She is so like, full of energy. She's a fantastic performer. She gets up there and gives it to you. At like, one point, she jo- jumped into, like, well, she hopped Oh, no, into no, no, the- no, 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 no. You can't tell. That's a droid commandment. You can't tell what happened at the show. So oh, yeah, that's right. We can't tell you guys what happened, but it was fan fucking tastic and she is life well i don't even understand how you can watch janelle monet perform and not like she does she gives it like she is putting her body into it like she is dancing with her body like her face is just like her it's 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 not i don't know like you see people dance and you see people who seem like consumed by like the love of her what they're music doing. I wouldn't even say her music, but just like the music will just like very clearly excites her. I remember when she did that, that tribute to Prince at the BET Awards. Oh, yes. And you could see just in her face and the way that she was dancing that she was just like, damn, this shit is good. Like, I love this song. Like, she wasn't even just like tributing Prince because they asked her. She was like, oh, yeah, I love Prince. She was like, this is my shit. She's been rehearsing for this moment her whole life. Music, like, it's just, and then her music is just so good. Girl, Jasmine, what the fuck are you talking about? Let me say this. I was a casual Janelle Monae fan. And she's a cover girl. And she's a, like, she is a new kind of cover girl. Like, she, she's not like the typical, oh, like, she's just so pretty. Yeah, like no. She has Even a though beautiful she face. Woo! She has amazing hair. She has flawless skin. She's gorgeous. And she's a brown girl. And she's not out here with her tits out. And she's a cover girl. And she's the best. She is just, no, really. She is fucking gorgeous look at her face is like and we got to meet her and we got to meet her and she's the tiniest most perfect little lady but i think that was the first time i met someone famous and 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 like i felt like i didn't know what to say right like that's not true but after i took the picture i like ran away and screamed because (laughs) i was just so overcome with emotion yeah like a little toddler she's just so great album and there were people from all walks of life there. Oh, old ass, like, white granddaddies and shit. Like, two rows in front of us. And they were singing along to and every word. And it. And then there were actual little kids. There was a little girl there who was dressed just, just like her. Just like her. And that Hair was and so everything. precious. Um, But this, I just, I just have, uh, the Electric Lady album is so fucking good. Like, it is one of my personal top three albums of the year and one of my own like top 10 favorite albums of all time like i just am so let's do that for our like our roundup or you know one of the last episodes of the year let's talk about our favorite albums okay yeah we can do that i think that's probably on my time it is just 
the album is so just give it a listen just sit there and listen to yeah the electric if you've lady. never actually listened to one of her projects i suggest that you go to metropolis the very first ep that she did and listen to it Woo, because let From me tell you something. But if you feel like you can't even do that, then just go ahead and listen to The Electric Lady. And if you tell me you listened to that whole album and you didn't like it, then I don't know what your taste in music yeah. is. Because you cannot tell me that you listened to the very first, like actual, not the overture, but the very first song on the album, which is the duet with Prince. And then it goes into the duet with uh, Erica Badu. And then it goes into Electric Lady with Solange. <sighs> Bitch, if you can listen to them three songs back to back and not even feel the song it, with Miguel is beautiful. Even prime time, and now you know the, the thought of 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 Miguel trying to do sex with Janelle Monae is not something I want to think about. But the song they is look like so in that good. video. Have you seen the video? I have seen the video. It looked like he was like, "Come on, girl, let's just go to Urban Outfitters." Yeah, like let's they just go get, get our tripping. hair done. I don't right, even. but I just it, the song is good. The album is fuck. I'd probably do Miguel. <laughs> Oh, okay. Maybe. Thank, thank you for sharing. If it wasn't that thing. But I don't, it's not that bad. I don't know. Whatever. Jasmine, everything about her is sickening and we're sorry that you don't see it. But just, just sit down with the album. Give it a listen. See if you don't change your mind. Yeah. Do you like, like being happy? I don't Yeah. Like, Cause she's, cause she's life. Okay. So that's all for our listener letters this yep, week. Ask three to gmail.com. And let's move forward. Let's do that. So, everyone, I really am excited to tell you about one of our new sponsors this week, and it's the great people over at BarkBox. Not sure if you know this, but I'm obsessed with dogs. I think the dogs are better than people because they don't judge you. All they want is food and companionship. And if you sign up for BarkBox, you can take advantage of an awesome experience for you and your pet. BarkBox is a great way for dog parents to give their pets a fun treat every month. The box is carefully curated to only include homemade, all-natural treats and high-quality, unique toys. All of the treats are made in the U.S. or Canada, and the BarkBox usually includes items that you don't find at the regular big box pet stores. BarkBox products are minimally processed and used no glycerin, wheat, gluten, soy, corn, or other fillers wherever possible. I just got one, and I looked in there, and they got some really cute stuff in it. doesn't allow any raw hide or anything processed from formaldehyde. Organic treats are also included whenever possible. Every BarkBox, they come monthly, contains a combination of four to six treats, toys, and hygiene products just for your dog. They've been hand-selected and approved by Scout, who is the head product tester for BarkBox. And we've got some fun stuff in here this month, like organic dog biscuits and... It kind of made me hungry, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> Healthy chew toys, and there's looks like there's a little fun organic bone in here, and some stuff called liquid bandage. So... All kinds of useful stuff for your dogs. A portion of all the Bark Box proceeds is donated to dog shelters and rescue initiatives. They give 10% of their revenue to local rescues and shelters across the United States. And it only costs as little as $19 a month and shipping is free. So if you go now to BarkBox.com slash read, you'll get $5 off of your subscription. So try it out and take pictures of your dogs with it because I want to see them because I think dogs are amazing. That's okay. BarkBox.com slash read for $5 off your subscription. And let's get back to the show. Okay. All right, nigga. It has come the time for reading. So I went first last week. Well, I don't really have a read this week. Oh, great. Awesome. Although something funny happened. First of all, shout out to my friend Ashley, who I went to college with. Uh, she posted this story on Facebook about a team a football team in texas that i don't know maybe it was a high school team or so and they lost this game this football game 91 to 0 now you don't even have to know anything about football to know that that's an ass whooping that sounds like it like <laughs> that's not even that's a who goddamn. but it wasn't an issue of the team like trying to run up the score or whatever it was just a case of, you know, your team ain't shit. They, the other coach brought in the third damn string and they still whooped that <laughs> other team's ass 91 to zip. So anyway, the father of one of the boys on the losing team wants to sue the other school for bullying. For beating them? Saying that the score was bullying. Now, first of all. Wait. First of all. 
Kivier and I take bullying very seriously. You guys know we partnered with Glad and did the whole Spirit Day thing last week because yes. we don't play about all that. I'm extremely so when, and I and I and, and normally when people are are saying, "Oh, the anti-bullying movement is going too far," normally I'm like, "Oh, girl, shut up!" Like, what do you have against kids acting like decent people? Right. But your son's football team lost, and you want to call that bullying, bitch? Are you fucking serious? If that's not the most pussy ass shit I have ever heard in my life, no nigga, he just sucks. Your son just can't play football and neither can the other kids on the team with him. And do you know how I know? Because not only did they lose 91 to zero, which girl, what? Even I can get a touchdown. What? Not only did they lose 91 to zero, but the other coach played through his whole first string and sat the good niggas down. And then was like, well, let me bring the medium niggas out. Let's see if we can make this a fair game. And then sat the medium niggas down and had to bring out the third string. And the third string still shut y'all out. It wasn't an issue of because, you know, I went to University of Oklahoma. A lot of people accuse Bob Stoops of being the type of coach who will run up the score on somebody if they can. Actually, you probably didn't know that. But, you know, it's it's Texas. It's like you started speaking Welsh. I know. It was like you, you got none of that. Texas is... We all know, very conservative state, very crazy about football. Football is right up there with God, you know, as far as importance. I watch GCB. Yeah, yeah. You watch GCB. You watch Friday Night Lights and all that. Those People think those movies are exaggerations. They aren't. If you are from that area of the country, Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, just good old country people. Sandy Cheeks. Down there with everybody, Kansas and Mm. Arkansas and just country. The South, yes, girl. <laughs> okay. So anyway, the point is that football is our life. So if your football team lose, you know what you go. You know what you do in Oklahoma. You know what you do in Texas. You go home and work harder. Well, Daddy took his shit seriously too. He takes this game serious to the bone, and he doesn't appreciate. But the fact that it's third string, I mean, mm. bullying though, that was my thing. Sorry, this is if, not bullying. If there, if there wasn't like people like gagging and being like, "Ha ha, y'all suck," which I mean, if you lost that bad you lost i mean i imagine someone probably was like oh shit he's talking about it's bullying the score of the game was bullying the score of the game just you know this was unfair i don't know maybe the mercy rule should have been called maybe the kids were maybe the kids wouldn't it have been unfair if they like because you have to get in order to get points you have to to score so if they didn't (laughs) score like what, what are they supposed this? to do about that girl well football is a little bit more complicated than that but it just it's it sounded to me like this man just didn't even want the third string kids like everybody out there practices everybody wants to play those kids who got to go in that game and play probably playing for the first or second time all damn season because they never even get to because that's how much your son's team fucking sucked and so those kids on the third string of the winning team they deserve that damn chance so you mad that your your baby lost that's fine you could be mad but sit the fuck down talking about some damn bullying this is why sports is stupid yeah well i didn't even have a read but i just thought of that so they're not even those are kids yeah girl and it's football like it's just it's anyway, okay. you know my people. Okay, so my read this week goes out to the people of New York who I don't know if you've heard. I'm sure that you have uh, about this artist Banksy. Mm-hmm. Banksy's a very famous uh, graffiti artist, right? So he set up this quote-unquote artist residency in New York, and he's like has this blog, and he's been going all around New York putting up all kinds of so like, that's why everybody's talking about it right sculptures and and art all over like randomly gorilla style in this shit and he has his blog banksy and okay. he goes there and uploads like all of his graffiti and and he has like a, a sculpture of ronald mcdonald and somebody like shining his shoes and he would put it in front of um a different mcdonald's every week and just like all kinds of just like obviously his artistic his artist uh his art is you know it follows this whole political and sociological yeah images and that kind of thing and so like new yorkers have been following this vlog and running around and you know looking for the the places that he puts them up and taking pictures of it yeah. and press has been going out there he made like a, a a replica of the the sphinx somewhere in queens and it was just made out of like a whole bunch of like rock and i heard someone stole it 
<laughs> I heard a lot of his, like, yeah, that people have um, just been trying to snatch it up. Or, girl. Because I'm sure it's worth, like, tons of money. And he allegedly doesn't want any of his art to be worth money. He had, like, today. Um, that is so rich. Yeah, because I heard that he's worth, like, like $20 million. So, okay. So, up today, he put, like, a little post that said today's art has been canceled due to police activity. Because allegedly, like, the NYPD has been on his ass and trying to find him or something. Like, so, this is the thing that just annoys me about it. Like, I get it, and I like Banksy. I like what he stands for, and I love his art. But where are we going to find Avante? <laughs> yeah. What is our what is our focus here? So, if you haven't heard about this, um, there's a, I think he's 14 years old? Yeah, 14. 14-year-old boy named Avante Oquendo, I think, and... He's autistic, and um, he's incapable of speaking. He can't really communicate. And he's been missing for what feels like forever. In eternity, yeah. And, you know, like, no one's been able to find him. And every single time I get to go on the subway or something, and I see these pictures or hear them saying it over this, it breaks my heart every single time because I don't know where this kid is and I wish that somebody would find him and return him to his family and I cannot imagine what the fuck they're going through so to me like all of this propaganda surrounding Banksy like I get it but it's like can we find this kid like how about we prioritize this shit around like the art's gonna be there he's literally plastered it against this property you know (laughs) unless someone paints you know paints over it before you get a chance to go and like stalk it and even if that happens he's got a whole blog dedicated to it you can see plenty of pretty pictures yeah like can we find this baby please let's go out here and find this child and so especially since the chief of police said a couple of days ago that you know if avante didn't show up within a few days that they would have to they would have to reevaluate the amount of police force that they're using to look for him right you know i heard that they've been doing like a lot of volunteer work and getting out in groups and assigning them to places and stuff like that but it's just like girl it kind of just irks me that people here are doing all of this chasing around and searching for banksy and his art and all that kind of stuff went while i get it and I appreciate it because I like the art and I like what he stands for, but it annoys me because every time I see one of these missing child photos with his face on it, it just yeah. breaks my heart. It really makes me upset and I want people to find him. So at least could you have the mere decency <laughs> of getting off Banksy's dick for two more weeks or like some <laughs> just like, please, like he's going to be gone soon anyway. Come on, so, you guys. Come on. Please. That's my read. All right. And I think that wraps up another episode of The Read. Sure as hell does, girl. Woo, here we go. First of all, we'd like to say shout out to the good people at NPR and at Slate. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you know this, but... All white faces! <laughs> I got so many new white followers. Yeah, NPR's uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour and Slate's Culture Gab Fest both had... Um, guests on the show who mentioned our show and how much they love it so thanks so much you guys for that you know what's funny on both shows they were like they live for Beyonce yeah. and Scandal yeah. <laughs> I was like the, yeah it's kind of the premise the guy on Slate was like I don't actually own any of Beyonce's music but their enthusiasm I've for her I've never is. watched Scandal in my life but, but love hearing just something them talk about, about the way they are just <laughs> oh my god I love the guy on NPR was like they are completely aware of how ridiculous they are yeah because <laughs> we get it yeah we know like we know we're like we go the living worst. Yeah, we yeah. know that we go up for Beyonce, and that is it is, it is excessive. But I mean, you know, we okay. we live in our truth. We step in it. Who we stand up in it. Nobody. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to all the white people who are here now. Who get it? I love white people who get it. <laughs> yes. And okay. um, also, I want to say, um, happy Trilloween. Trilloween is right. Listen, so I really, oh my God, I, I cannot believe know. this party is next week. What the fuck? I don't know what I'm. I'm I changed my mind. I was gonna be one of the twerk team girls, but that just didn't really. <gasps> and put on your my Janelle Monae. Yeah, Kiffy. Because there's shorts. gonna be so much twerking. That's quite. I feel like Black America. We uh-uh. need to. Uh-uh come up with a different word for that because I feel like Miley and them have ruined it. Like, every time I say it, it just doesn't feel the same. <laughs> so, but, I mean, you know what I'm oh, trying to say. Oh, it really doesn't. Right, you know? 
Mm. It's the same thing that they did with like what was the other of the peanut all of butter them, and, all, all of, them. of them, yeah, all of them. But peanut butter and jelly, like that one, really hit so close to home because peanut butter and jelly was a Miami thing, and so was the ice cream and cake. And then Dairy Queen oh. took it and then made it this whole. Oh thing. God! And then once it was on Dairy Queen, and then it was God. all over YouTube, people doing this dance that was not the ice cream and cake, so it just really hurt. My Ruined feelings. it. I feel the same way about twerking, but nonetheless, there was going to be so much actual real twerking, white friends. <laughs> never seen actual twerking before come on over if no one else is doing it i know that i will be <laughs> and it's gonna be a lot of really dope music help me come up with a costume please i don't, I don't know what either. i'm going to wear i'm just gonna put Asante's on a wig. is gonna be good i'm gonna put on like a really long wig and be a light-skinned girl i'm gonna be oh and a, and a name tag that says monique what is that even what is wrong with you <laughs> um oh maybe i'll be flex when he played michael jackson where do people get tickets for your party Oh, if you go to, um, I'm going to put a link in the various description pages because the URL is like absurdly Okay. Long. But it's kidfurytrilloween.eventbrite.com. Um, okay. So go on over there, grab your tickets. Um, there'll be tickets to the door too and all that great stuff. So people in New York and the surrounding areas come to crime scene on October 31st and let us dance and be merry. Um, I just want to say thank you so much to NYU and the center for multicultural education and programs for having me out for their making it in media LGBTQ identities panel the other day. And that was super fun and I had a good time. So thanks so much, you guys. And for those of you who came out, thanks for coming and taking pictures and asking questions because that was fun too. You're still a bitch for not telling me earlier. Um, I, you definitely knew that I was going. To. I knew that you were going, but you didn't tell me how it went. Um, it was great. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to tell you that like before we started the show? Shout out to Hulu Plus. <laughs> go over to HuluPlus.com slash the read. If you have not already, go take advantage of the extended free trial that they have for two weeks that already guarantees you two fresh ass episodes of Scandal and lots of other shows. They've got Once Upon a Time and they've I've been watching so many. They have oh, they have so many they shows. They have you guys. so many shows. Like literally if there are any new shows or fall premieres that you may be behind, even The Legend of Korra. Like they have a lot of good shit on there. So yeah. Go check that out. And do we have anything else? No, I think that's it. Ask the read at gmail.com if you want to have some question come here that we can answer. Twitter.com slash is the read. Facebook.com slash is the read. And this is the read.com. And pass the read at gmail.com if you want a read for us to read online. All right. Well, thanks so much, you guys. I have got to go home and watch American Horror Story Coven, bitch. (laughs) We will see y'all next week. Goodbye. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out. Yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and not a yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.